What is up, everybody? Happy Friday. We are just about 24 hours away from the next round of the playoffs getting underway. I'm joined, as always, by Alex Curry. And Alex, yep. the division series are about to get underway. We're going to break them all down. We're going to tell all the matchups, what yep. each team needs to do to win those matchups. Uh, but yeah, Saturday, it all begins in the division series. And uh, we got a lot to talk about. We do. After a clean sweep, every series got Crazy. swept in the wild card round. Two days of no baseball. Let's look ahead to get things started in the divisional round on Saturday. Let's start with the ALDS. Texas moving on to play Baltimore. Now, Texas has had one of the best offenses all season. But then Baltimore was kind of like the little Cinderella story in the yeah. AL East, taking that division. What are you expecting to see between these two teams? Yeah, first and foremost, let me explain what I think we need to see. All of these series that we just saw are going to be important to, to state this. Yeah. This is new. This playoff format is fairly new. All of these teams in this round, four of them, have had a bye. Yes. How are those teams going to handle that downtime? How are they going to come out of that bye? And are they going to be able to pick back up right where they mm. left off? Yep. That's first and foremost, and that's across the board in all of these yes. series with all of them that had a bye. And this one specifically, offense. Yeah. We are going to see a lot of offense here. The Orioles, I am so excited to see Camden Yards on Saturday and how rocking that place is going to be. Those young studs in the lineup yeah. against really the savvy vets of the, of the Texas Rangers. I know they have some young guys in there. Josh Young's been great. Uh, Evan Carter, 21 years old, been really good. But... Simeon and Seeger, those yeah. two guys at the top of the lineup, they're getting paid half a billion dollars between the two mm -hmm. of them. They run that offense. That team dominated down there in Tampa, sweeping the Rays. One of the, one of the I think people thought, one of the better teams in the playoffs. Yeah. And a lot of people didn't give the Rangers much of a chance. They go in there and dominate that series. I'm excited about this one. I think we see a lot of offense here. Okay, so then what does a series come down to? Obviously, both these teams have shown they can swing the bat, they can get the ball in play, they can score runs. What's it going to come down to? Pitching. Ah. You got to pitch. And, and for me specifically, we talked about it the other night in yeah. our day two show. If the Rangers pitch like they did in that series, they can beat anybody mm -hmm. in the playoffs. Yeah. They can beat the Orioles. They can beat the Twins or Astros. They can beat the Braves, Dodgers, Phillies, whoever. Yeah. D-backs. I truly believe that. But that's been their Achilles heel, heel all year long. Is yeah. it going to hold up for an entire month in the playoffs? I don't know. But if it does, their offense is good enough to beat anybody. So this series is going to come down to pitching for both teams. The Orioles, right, they have the advantage. They're going to have home field. They're the one seed. But yeah. do they have the pitching to win in the playoffs? That is a big concern of mine. Now, Kyle Bradish has been fantastic this year. Perhaps the most underrated pitcher in baseball this season. He's been really good. I'm excited to see him in the playoffs. Back into the bullpen, got hurt for the Orioles. Felix Bautista, that's a huge blow. Yes, Hinir Cano has been good. Can the Orioles pitch well enough throughout October? But specifically in this series, the Rangers' only hope is if they can pitch. Now, what does that entail? Who are they going to go to in game one? Is Max Scherzer coming back? He threw a bullpen Ugh. just the other day. Yeah. A real bullpen, as it was called. He was excited about it. But is he just going to come back and be 
I mean, Hall of Famer Max Scherzer? You can't because he hasn't pitched in a game, what, has it been a month, over a month? And it takes yeah. it takes games facing live in-game hitting in order to get your feel back, to get your velo back, to just get everything back to where it was before he got injured. And he's going right into playoff baseball. Which it's is not, a different game. This was the same, game. the same injury that Justin dealt with. Yeah. So right around now, Justin was starting the process of coming back, and he went and threw in the minor leagues. Yeah. And then really like had to ramp it up. Max Scherzer... And, and we don't know if he, we haven't heard one way or another, right? Yeah. What, how he's going to pitch, if he's going to pitch, all of that stuff. But if he does, you're throwing him right back into not a regular season MLB game, postseason, where every one pitch is like throwing two pitches on your arm. The stress yeah. is, is there. So the Rangers pitching, what are you going to get? Jordan Montgomery, I'm imagining he'll go in game Two. This is what, what I think we're going to see from all of these teams that yeah. played in the wild card round. The guy that went in game one mm-hmm. will probably be able to go in game two. Because what, it started Tuesday, right? Yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday would be day five. So I imagine everybody that pitched in game one will go in game two of the division series. Um, so we'll see what they do in game one there. But can the Rangers pitch like they did against the Rays? If they can... They can absolutely win this series. So you mentioned it. Uh, every team in each of these series, the one and two seed, have had five days off. Yep. So Baltimore has had a pretty decent break. Texas, because they swept, now has had two days off before they face again. You said pitching is going to be it. How does that help their pitching? Is it more of their bullpen giving them some extra rest before heading into the series? The higher seed or the lower seed? For Texas. How does having these two days Kind of help them. Well, one, the sweep is huge. And yeah. that's, again, we can talk about all of these teams with the bye and yeah. how they're all going to have to deal with that. Same thing with all of these teams that are coming out of the wild card series. The sweep was huge. Saves you an extra starter. Yeah. So now we'll talk about it with the D-backs in a little bit. But for example, the D-backs didn't have Zach Gallen or Merrill Kelly for game one. Yeah. They stole that game. Zach Gallen goes game two. You sweep. You don't have to pitch Merrill Kelly in game three. Now he's going to go in game one of the next series. So all of those sweeps were huge. Now the Rangers, they were whoever they were going to throw in game three, Dane Dunning, whatever they were going to do, uh, I don't know if they're going to go Max Scherzer in game one or Dunning, but it, the sweep was huge and the days off were huge for the bullpen and getting the pitching in order. And that's where the bye comes in handy for the higher seeds. You're yeah. able to line your pitching up okay. perfectly. Now before we move on, What's your prediction for this series? Who wins and in how many games? Oh, yep. okay. I think <laughs> I think the Orioles are going to win. Okay. But I think they do it back in Baltimore. I think it goes five. Mm. I think Orioles in five is my prediction. All right. Let's move on to our next series. Twins at Astros. Okay. Now, Twins are coming off their first playoff series win since 2002. And then you have the Astros who have been here for a better part of a decade. What does this series come down to? Well, one, can, can Minnesota's experience, it's the experience factor, yeah. right? Can their inexperience match up to the Astros' experience? Yeah. And, and nobody will know the answer until they get out there on the field. But again, the Astros are coming in riding a high. Uh-huh. Last weekend of the year, everything happens, right? They, everything win, fell. they literally clinched the AL West on Sunday. Everything fell into place mm-hmm. perfectly. 
And now you have the twins coming in, riding a high that series, the sweep. Yeah. You got Correa doing what he was doing, Royce Lewis doing his thing. So this series comes down to, one, the experience, and two, can the, can the twins pitching yeah. shut down the Astros' offense? I, it's going to be difficult. I do think these teams are... I don't know. I, I said it from the beginning. I think these teams are closer than people realize. Everybody wants to talk about that three seed, right? The worst division winner. Yeah. The worst division winners getting the three seed. The Twins can play. They can pitch. They have timely hitting. They're going to be a good matchup. And if they can steal one on the road and get back to Minnesota, that place was rocking in the wild card. Right? It was. Now, as you mentioned, Twins don't have the experience like the Astros do, but they do have Carlos Correa, who not only has the experience, but is extremely familiar with the Astros. What do you think that matchup is going to be like with Correa back in Houston? It's going to be fun. Yeah. Carlos is going to show out in Houston. You know he's going to do something. I, You know, I would go on the record right now and say Carlos is probably going to hit a homer in Houston in one of those first two games. He's going to show up. He already did it in the first round. Not a great season for him. Doesn't matter. Complete slate wipe. We're in October. Carlos Correa shows up. So that's going to be fun to watch that dynamic. Uh, The two shortstops going at it, Correa and then the replacement, uh, the future replacement for Jeremy Pena there at shortstop for the Astros. Uh, But yeah, this series comes down to experience. The inexperience of the Twins and the experience of the Houston Astros. And if that moment is too big for the Twins. They haven't been here. They haven't. Is this moment going to be too big for this young, inexperienced team in the playoffs against the most experienced team in the playoffs? This is where they're going to need Carlos Correa to step up as a leader in that clubhouse who has the experience to really help this Twins team. Now, prediction time. Who's winning the series and in how many games? I'm going to say the Astros win. Astros is my World Series champ. I know, so they have to. I'm stuck between three and four games. I'm saying four. I'm going to say they sweep. Okay. I'm going to say the Astros sweep. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Yeah? I'm I'm worried. I like the Twins a lot. I'm worried about the experience going into Houston. Well, that's what it is in the postseason. Right, and that's why the Astros have gone to six consecutive ALCSs We'll see. I do. I, I like the Twins, and I know it might be a little hypocritical to say in one sentence these teams are closer than I think many people think, and yeah. then the that the, I think the Astros sweep. But for me, it's not talent-wise on the field closer than people think. The experience in the playoffs is the big separator here. I'll take Astros in three. All right, let's move on to the NLDS, starting with the Phillies. Moving on to play the Braves, we are getting a rematch from last year. And we talked about it after the sweeps. The Phillies are the team to beat right now in the postseason. They have all the momentum. As you mentioned off the top of the show, Braves are sitting. It has been five days. Phillies are coming off an extremely exciting series sweep. Will history repeat itself? The Phillies are the best team coming out of the wild card round. Let's not get it twisted. The Braves are the best team in the playoffs. Uh Come in as the best team all season long. They've been sitting, yes, but they've been sitting and waiting for their opponent that you best believe they knew would be the Phillies. 
And they're going to have a chip on their shoulder uh-huh. from last year and what happened in the NLDS and that series ending in four games and not even getting back to Atlanta. This series is going to be a lot of fun, but the story of this series is will history repeat itself? Mm-hmm. Will the Braves allow that history to repeat itself? And will the Phillies make history repeat itself? Because yeah. the beginning, it's already happened. Yeah. When that first round advanced to play the Braves, and then what? Win one on one. the road. Win one game in Atlanta, and then all the momentum comes back with you to your home stadium. And that's the same with all of these. If you're a fan of the lower seed in these series, all you have to do is win one game on the road. Steal one on the road, you have all the momentum coming home. You could win it at home, or you could at least guarantee game five and all hands are, you know, yeah. all bets are off in a game five. Who Or game five or game seven, however long the series goes. Win one on the road, that's what the Phillies need to do. If you want to recreate history, go to Atlanta, win one of those games, come back and win it in four. But <laughs> the Braves, I have the Braves going to the World Series. I okay. don't think they let history repeat itself. I see what the Phillies are doing. Everybody sees what the Phillies are doing. But it's recency bias, right? Because they played in the wild card round. Yeah. The Braves didn't. Let's not get it twisted that's what how good the Atlanta year. Braves are. The Braves are the best team in baseball. They're different than last year. Okay. They're a much better team. I am a bit concerned about some of the pitching injuries. And if there is a team to beat the Atlanta Braves in the postseason, it is going to be the Philadelphia Phillies. Yep. But I think the Braves get it done here. But in how history, many games? does history repeat itself or not? How many games? Yep. Five. Whew, it all gets the way. back to Atlanta. Yep. Braves it's going all the way. Five. All right. Now let's get to our final divisional series, the D-backs moving on to play their division rival, Dodgers. Now, Dodgers took this one when the D-backs faced each other in the DS back in 2017. And obviously, when you look at this, Dodgers clearly have the better offense. They have a top two, top three offense in the league all season. How do the D-backs make this a series? They have to create as much chaos as humanly possible. And that's why they're here. Yeah. Because they create chaos. They don't have a they don't have a top five offense in the game. They don't have a top half of the league pitching staff Mm-mm. in the game. What they do have is young, inexperienced, <laughs> athletic players yeah. that are just gonna try and get on base and wreak a bunch of havoc. And they gotta score runs. The Dodgers outscored the D-backs 72 to 47 during the regular season. Yeah. They played each other. Regular season, yeah. different ball game. We'll see. Dodgers are the better team. They're the better offense. I can tell you, the D-backs, the way they win is by getting on base, working your walks, bunt singles, you know, getting hit by pitches, do whatever you need to do to get on base, steal bases, manufacture runs. That's what they're going to have to do. But it's going to get annoying if they're nickel and diming them and scoring one run here and then one run here, and then next thing you know, you're winning 2-0, and the next thing you know, Freddie Freeman hits a grand slam, and you're like, all that? And we're in the seventh inning, yep. and they score four runs just like that. It's not going to be easy, but the more chaos, the better for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Series prediction, and in how many games? <sighs> I've told you I'm worried about the Dodgers pitching in the playoffs. I think the D-backs get one. Okay. I think the Dodgers win this series in four. Three-one Dodgers. Sam? I like that, yeah. So, um... Yeah, I'm excited for Saturday. Tomorrow. 
Tomorrow it all Baseball begins. Is Baseball is back. We get we get Saturday with Smoltz. By Ooh, the way, everything's yeah. going down. Then uh, Justin will be on the mound. I'm excited. And we'll I'm be excited. back after the games. Yes, after all the games, just like we were the first couple of days of the playoffs, we will be back live following the last out of the last game of the night. We're recording to drop the podcast right when it ends, and then overnight you can listen to it the next morning. But you can also watch us live after every single day of the postseason for the most part. There's a couple that we don't do, but for the most part, we are live after every single out on YouTube, on TikTok, on Facebook, on Twitter, anywhere you want to watch us, we're there. So it all begins Saturday. It all begins tomorrow. Round two of the playoffs. This is where the fun begins. Best of five. Two at the higher seeds home, two at the lower seeds home, and then back for a game five at the higher seed. This is going to be a lot of fun. We're locked in. We'll see you soon after the final out of the final game on Saturday. But thank you all for listening. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever. Flippin' Bats Pod. We're also on all social media, including YouTube, where you can watch every single thing we do, including the live shows. That's at Flippin' Bats Pod. But that does it for this Friday episode. Enjoy this weekend's games, everyone. Saturday with Smoltz tomorrow as well. Until Saturday night after the last out, we will see you then.